4: And welcome to Web Crawlers. This is our mailbag episode where we read your emails and play your voicemails. I am Ali Siegel.
5: I am Melissa Stettin.
6: I'm producer Maria.
4: If you have not yet, please join our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash webcrawlers. And for as little as $2 a month, you'll get bonus access to videos, uh, episodes chatter and also you'll be able to join our halloween costume party yeah
6: and tell them what you just did ali tell them the the great thing they can listen to that you just recorded my coronavirus erotica yes
4: oh yeah that's been up there for a minute i'm not gonna lie well but yeah, yeah. But maybe
6: new listeners don't know that ali read a coronavirus erotica novel called um
4: kissing the coronavirus i also did coronavirus i did character voices so all the all the characters have different voices so what does the
6: coronavirus sound like hey well it it has sound like bane uh, it's
4: honestly it does sound like bane but he (laughs) he has two voices but i don't want to give too much away because that would that would give away a plot twist yeah you can't you gotta pay for this
6: Oh my God. Now yeah. I'm going to go pay. I got to go figure out what the plot twist is.
4: Yeah. So, so if, if you want to get in on that kind of stuff, then join our Patreon for sure. And also rate and review us on, um, on Apple Podcasts because we almost have 666 reviews, I think. We have
5: uh quite a few new uh five-star reviews
4: oh hell yeah baby let's we're, read them. we're so
5: close to sixty 666. we're also close to one million listens oh my god we're so close that's gonna be incredible okay this review is from mel G. subject is a hoot and a half Ooh. every episode the ladies investigate a wide variety of super interesting topics from aliens to cults to the paranormal Allie, Melissa, and Producer Maria have a great dynamic, and the tangents they go on never fail to keep me entertained. My favorite episode thus far is the Skinwalker Ranch episode. They covered mm. as many details that normally don't get covered when it's talked about. Absolutely give web crawlers a try. Thank you.
6: Wow. Yeah, you guys are so close to a million listens. You're at 941,000.
5: Damn. Wow.
6: This is from A-N-M-L-X-N-G.
5: 666, let's go, girls. Okay, Shania Twain. (laughs) This is from Kai Schultz. Release that demon. Love these gals and can't wait for them to reach 666. Nice. This is from Didn't Know I Needed a Nickname. We love it. Yes. Okay, I came here for the topics and stayed for Ali, Melissa, and Maria. Thank God y'all put out more than one ep a week because I cannot get enough of the banter and the facts and the bonkers stories. I love everything about this pod, and I know this is a true crime pod, but honestly feels like it's in its own category in the best way. Okay, bye. Love y'all. I think that might be the problem, actually. Yeah, because we're not doing <laughs> true crime. It's like a mix. <laughs> this is from Adam. Help me expand my mind. If not for this podcast, I may have never found out flat Earth raps are a thing. I've now been convinced the convinced the earth is flat and I spit at people who think it's round hail Zenu or whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> five Good. Stars. Uh this is last one from Lynn Sally. Uh well at first these gals lured me into their web to listen to all the stories now I listen for the Asher updates. Well he's almost he barfed today. <laughs> all right thank you for all those lovely thank you guys. Reviews. Should we play some VMs? Yeah some VMs.
7: Hello this message is for the web crawlers. It is Jake from Buffalo. Um,
1: from also Farm. known
7: as the love child of Seth Rogen and Ray Romano. <laughs> um, so where was I going to start with this one? Uh, I couldn't decide which story I wanted to tell, but I'll, I'll tell one that is incredibly spooky. And I'm not sure if it's true or not. So it, it might be one of those like urban legend stories, kind of
6: like when, uh kind of like that snake story that Maria <laughs> told uh, true
1: during Colin yeah, Tompkins episode. <laughs> that was <is> real. Um, <laughs> with like the
3: snake that crawled into bed and like, no, yeah,
1: the,
7: the person, yeah, you, you remember. Anyway, um, yeah. So when I was like probably fifteen, I remember my friend Henry had this story that he told all of us about his brother's friend had just gotten an apartment uh, every night. It was like on a, on a the top floor of a duplex. So every night he kept hearing somebody like coming up the staircase, but nobody would be in the staircase, obviously. So he was hearing really weird noises and like just kind of kept having all these really weird experiences. And about a month into living there, he uh, woke up in the middle of the night and sees at the foot of his bed – this just like really like mean old woman, a, a hag, if you will, uh, standing
4: at the foot <laughs> we of We will. Head. And I guess
7: he, like at the time, just kind of thought it was like
4: sleep paralysis. Yeah, or the evil head. He was just like half asleep and didn't really think anything of it and just immediately fell back asleep.
6: The next day, he actually gets a text from an unknown number. Oh, and God.
4: It's a picture of himself. No no no, no! 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 The no, picture no. was taken from the exact spot where he saw
5: the woman standing at the foot of his bed. No, no. no.
1: I only will remember that story because I, well, first of all, didn't believe it. I thought it was bullshit when
7: he told me. But if any other listeners have heard that one before, let me know in the Discord because I, I would love to know if that's just another like urban legend that anyone else has heard. I'm also sitting here wearing my Bigfoot sweater, so. Yeah, also, I'm to go
4: buy one because they're
7: awesome. <laughs> Anything else? No, I'll save my other story for another <laughs> time. Okay. <laughs> Adios.
5: Bye. That wow. is so scary. It sounds like a cross between... You remember Dear David? Yes. That Twitter thing where the guy, like, over a year or something, he thought someone was, like, haunting him, and then, like, eventually oh. he posted a picture of, like, that little boy that he drew and then he got a ghost hunting show on the travel channel. Yes. It's it was it was happened, a good. That's what happens. That was what a, you a long con. It was good. But this reminds me of also of there was this hotel. I can't remember what it was, a documentary or something where a guy would um he built this hotel but he would have like a crawl space on top so we could spy on all of the people staying at the oh, hotel. Yes, 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 oh yes, 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 yes. He would take pictures of them.
4: Yes, I remember this. I didn't watch the whole documentary because it grossed me out so much. But yes, it was like a peep, peep hotel or something like that. Yes. And he would yeah, he would like take videos and pictures, and he would sell the pictures. Do and an stuff. episode on that. Yeah, so gross. Yeah. Oof. Yeah.
6: That's nasty. scary. The whole like taking pictures
4: yeah.
5: of people while they're sleeping thing. Uh, and I think
4: some of it, some of the hotel was like double-sided mirrors or something like that, right? Yes. So you could like watch people would, he would, yes. people would pay to come and watch what was going on in the rooms, like unbeknownst to the people staying in the rooms.
6: No, thanks. Yeah. Hard I mean, pass. great business idea. My Baskin but. Robbins growing up in the neighborhood I grew up in, maybe Allie, maybe, do you Pacific remember Pacific Palisades,
4: baby? I would get an ice cream Sunday there all the time. Once a yeah. week, my mom would pick me up from school. I'd get an ice cream <laughs> Once a
6: week? <laughs> Well, I used to go get the ones that came in the helmets, the helmets, the baseball helmets. Remember when they used to do those Sundays? I loved those. But do you remember it had that two-way mirror on the one side of the Baskin Robbins? What? No. There was like, you'd go (laughs) in and there was like the ice creams. And remember, there's the water fountain right there. Yeah. Do you remember what I'm talking about? And then if you went all the way to the back, there was a mirror. But if you looked inside, it was like their office.
4: Weird. I have no recollection of that at all.
6: they were. I don't know That's why. Weird. But there was a two-way mirror in the Baskin Robbins.
4: I mean, that sounds like a Pizzagate thing, but I won't get into it. Yeah. <laughs> Baskin Gate.
5: Baskin Gate. Gate. <Baskin-gate. laughs> yeah. Okay, Maria. Alrighty then. I okay. saw it with my own eyes. With my own okay. eyes. Well, okay. Here's a new voicemail. Hello? Uh-oh.
4: This oh, here God. is a message for the web, web prowlers. Uh, web.
7: First off, uh, Miss Hallie, you look lovely today.
5: Oh! oh. Uh,
7: second, I this message here is for Maria. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh, I'm just wondering if your fancy clown college <laughs> is hiring because I have a cousin oh, who used to be in the Kringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Circus (laughs) and uh, he wanted me to ask y'all you're teaching
4: classes of maybe seltzer spraying or pie face or something like that
7: (laughs) Pie face Fancy new clown college
4: going on Pie face Pie face Oh, pie pie face I hope you're feeling better
6: Oh, Uh, that's nice Oh um, you know, we're definitely open to taking applications. Yeah. Um, I'd Wrigling like to s- brothers
5: and Bottom and Bailey.
6: I'd like to stay away from like like clowns that maybe teens could make fun of. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And make it they're more- cool clowns. I this is. <laughs> I'm looking for like cooler clowns, like more like Cirque du Soleil type clowns. Then those are cool clowns to me. Those are like French-trained clowns, not um, French-trained Sounds like clowns. maybe you
4: want mimes.
6: Yeah. Well, I think mime is definitely a part of it, but I think it's more character work and less um, the quick got joke. It. Got it, got it, got it.
4: Less like honk Kong and more like... Body work,
6: wee oui, wee, oui. <laughs> less
5: hot cock and
6: more wee wee. wee Got it. No, I'm open to it. I, this is all in the beginning stages, and so please have him send his resume over.
7: This is a crawlers. <laughs> this is Bane, Allison. I want to be a big guy for you.
6: It's Bane. Oh, it's Bane.
7: The real Bane over here. That's what I'm talking about. Maria's cute. Bye. <laughs>
6: That sounded like a cross between, like, Bane and Danny Zuko. <laughs> <laughs>
2: what was that?
6: <laughs> well, thanks, Bane, for calling in again.
5: Okay, here's another one.
1: Hi again. My name is Ashley. <laughs> this message is for the Love Callers. I wanted to redo a voicemail because I left a really awkward, nervous, voicemail a couple minutes ago. Hi Allie, Melissa and Maria. Oh. I love you all. So I do want to tell you about my sleep paralysis story. I'll try to make it okay. quick. Let's hear it. Um maybe disregard my last voicemail. I was flustered. Okay. But okay, so one time I was studying for this really big comps exam that I had to take for my master's Degree and I was super super stressed, and I think that's actually the key to like being vulnerable to sleep paralysis. That's one of my theories. Is stress and anxiety can like allow certain things to come in. That's just my personal opinion. But anyways, I was super stressed and I gave up on studying. I went to bed, and so I'm falling asleep and. I felt like I heard a knock I heard three knocks I remember like being like laying in bed not being able to move and seeing this person come in and I thought it was my father because I live with him and it was this dark figure and I was just completely enraged I was so mad I just like, I've never felt so much anger before, came straight up over me, and, like, kept coming closer and closer and closer, and, like, came right over me, and, like, honestly, I'm a very happy person, so, like, while it was leaning over, I was like, oh, my God, like, fuck you, get the fuck out, like, I was so enraged, and then all of a sudden, like, all this emotion came out, and, like, I can't even describe But the figure was right over my face, and then it sucked through, like, out of my door, and my door slammed, and I woke up, and I was, like, sweating. And everybody says it was just, like, a nightmare or, like, an anxiety dream, but I swear to God, I was susceptible to something evil, and I felt like I forced it out, but maybe I didn't. I don't know. The next day, I woke up like a ball of sunshine. I swear to God, I like cold my hair. I was so happy. I passed the exam. I wouldn't say it was flying colors, but I fucking passed, and
5: it was nice. Okay. Wow. What a story. What a story. <laughs>
2: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
5: Okay, here's another voicemail.
1: Hi, this is a message for web crawlers. This is Haunted Possum again. Oh, uh, hi. This is a story, basically of a guy who was way too horny at the funeral home, um, and it was chosen by oh. Maria's demon on Discord. It was between that or a weird thing that happened to my parents. Um, anyway, we had just finished um, basically dressing and putting makeup on and everything necessary right no. before the funeral. I don't like and, where this um, is going. It was the old woman. And her old rancher husband was still alive, and we brought him to the body just to make, ask him if she looked okay, if there was any alterations he'd like. He doesn't look down at her at all. It's um, me and then a co-worker of mine called Deborah. He's working at both of us really intently. And so, again, I say, is there any alterations you'd like to make? And then he goes, you know, I wish we could still have hookers on the street. And I said, excuse me? What? And he went, back when we had hookers, they were better times. They would just walk the streets. But we had a good bear because he kept them off the streets until nighttime. It was for nighttime use only. And I was basically um, sending them to silence. What? And Deborah was like okay, so you're fine with the buddy? And then he went, yeah, And then walked away. it was <laughs> way too horny at the funeral home. It was bizarre. It was,
5: bizarre. It was like, I don't
1: know, oh my God. 40 years. He was not interested in her at all. It was very uncomfortable. Anyway, thanks. Love you guys so much.
5: Bye. <laughs> Whoa, wow, that Video is homes are are crazy places to work. <laughs> no man's
4: land. Wow, wild. He
6: probably didn't even want to like acknowledge that his dead wife was in front of him. That's so weird. It's crazy. okay, another
5: voicemail.
1: Hi, this message is for web callers. My name is Sarah. I'm calling from the mess that is Florida. Uh, <laughs> I love you, ladies. I love this show. It's definitely getting me through this crazy time. Shout out to my friend Tamil who introduced me to the show. Uh-huh. I have two important things to tell you. One important thing is the crazy call that you guys are talking about on, on Kauai. They came from Crestone, Colorado. There's actually another missing person from Crestone, Colorado. Oh. Her name was Crystal Risinger, and she disappeared after like a special magical uh, drum circle gathering on the side of the mountain. I've heard oh, of this. She still hasn't been found. Her body has not been recovered, although her family presumes her dead. There's a lot of shadiness, of course, around her missing, a lot of cultish kind of vibes. And Payne Lindsay did an entire podcast on it. I'm sure that you guys can find it. I don't know the name of it. But I mean, he's whatever. But that's a good... um, It is a good podcast. gives the information. So number one, look into that because it's crazy how it ties into that kawaii cult. And then separately... um, As a child, I was on a TV show here in the area that I live, um, in the Tampa Bay area of Florida, along with all my other classmates, and it was a Christian religious TV show because I went to a Christian school, and we would take field trips there. Anyway, it's called Joy Junction, and it turns out that the puppeteer, (gasps) who was kind of like a ventriloquist, but he wasn't very good at it, we sat... My husband and I, because we met in elementary school, Aww. ten feet away from this guy, many times from kindergarten to fifth grade, turns out to be like a child cannibal. <gasps> Never got to eat a child. Wanted to eat a child. He posted on the internet about eating child children, and he is now serving twenty years <gasps> in jail. And his name is uh, well, I know the dummy's name was Marty. Um, <laughs> his name was Ronald <laughs> William Brown and Ronald um, William so it's
4: and all over the internet
1: child puppeteer oh. cannibal it's gonna be very interesting all right love you girls thank you oh. so much for um posting all these things that you do you do so many podcasts a week and i gobbled them all up so <laughs> thank you so much
6: good I gobbled them all up just like marty yeah. the
4: dummy pedophile puppeteer sentenced to 20 years in prison after planning to torture rape murder and eat toddlers
5: Oh, I like. Oh, she's like, I remember the puppet's name was Marty. Marty.
4: (laughs) (laughs) This is crazy. This is from the Daily Mail. The pedophile puppeteer who planned to kidnap, rape, murder, and then eat toddlers was sentenced to 20 years. Ronald William Brown, 58, pleaded guilty to eight counts of possessing child pornography, including distressing images of dead children. What? Oh my God. He monitored online ch- chats he entered into, which he discussed his desire to kidnap, kill, and eat a boy at his church what the journals which dated back from 1993 showed that brown was obsessed with one particular boy who attended Dunlin middle school and would repeatedly drive past to see him oh my god prosecutors also showed evidence to the court which depicted a photograph of a boy labeled as if he were an animal being prepared for slaughter with parts of his body indicated as steaks and shanks
6: No. Oh, what what about Marty? Was Marty sentenced too? <laughs> marty
5: didn't do anything bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Marty's my God. marty got his God. police lineup photo. I didn't see anything.
4: This is crazy. <laughs> he wanted to eat the kids for Easter.
2: That's Make an wild. Easter feast.
5: Ew, like while he was doing this like show, this children's show, he's just thinking about eating all the kids. We That's should do an app. Ep- well, I mean,
4: this is pretty gross, but. That's wild.
6: We should find... Maybe there's this TV show. Maybe we can find clips of it. Joy what Junction fl- in Florida. Brown started his
4: puppeteer company in 1992.
6: Puppet Plus. Ew. P- Puppet Plus? Gross. <laughs> I mean, oh, my God. Like a, yeah, there's clips of it. Oh this my is God. like a big thing. This was crazy. Ron and Marty. We should do an episode on this and have her on. You know what's not cool is like when I'm on... A site that's telling me about a cannibal a kid cannibal and then all of a sudden like a ad for like gold belly comes up and i'm like no i don't yeah. like are you that. hungry yeah <laughs> you guys you're not gonna like this i'm sending you i'm sending you this clip right Uh-oh. here you're not you're not gonna like what marty's what marty's about oh no <laughs> you're not gonna like what he's about at all oh this clip right here okay yeah And that's Ron with Marty.
3: Yeah, I noticed that some of the kids were kind of giggling and laughing, you know? And I wondered why they were doing that. Well, why were they doing it? Well, they said, Marty, come over here and take a look at our pictures. So I walked on over there and I took a look. And do you know what it was? What was it, Marty? Well, it was in Arizona. I'll tell you that right now. Ron, they were looking at some dirty pictures and they wanted me to look too. What? Well... This Marty, what did you do? About looking well, at dirty I pictures. said, Look, guys, I like you a lot and I want to play with you, but I can't look at those pictures. I just can't do it. Well, what, what did they say, the Marty? They said, Oh, Marty, come on. Your parents are in the house. No one will see. Well, what did you say? I said, That may be true, but I know someone who will see, and that's God. That's right, Marty. You know, that kind of reminds me of a a verse I'm thinking of in the Bible that's found in 2 Timothy 2.22. And it says that you should run away from anything that will give you evil thoughts. And as your companions, you should have friends who have pure and clean thoughts. Well, you know what I decided to do? What's that, Marty? I decided to turn around and go right back home. Well, Marty, I'm real proud of you for that. Wait, okay, but and this some is of a the kids are kind of laughing at me too. <laughs> well, that's it's okay, like HR Marty. I think stuff. they were thanking you for your opinion, and you know, I'm glad you weren't wishy-washy. I'm glad you remained firm in your belief that looking at those kind of things is wrong. I'm real proud of you, Marty, for the decision you made. Hey, I'm proud of you too, Marty. No. Hey, Professor. Uh, Who's that freak. That is. I got my wishy washy machine here. That is a. Wish- okay,
6: Joy Junction. Joy Junction is more like Pervert Palace. Pervert Park. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Pervert Party.
4: Um. No, bueno, man. That's a no for me, dog. That's crazy. <laughs> That's, wild.
5: That's a wild no for me, dog. Yeah. God. Wow. Well, we got one last voicemail. Hard act to follow.
1: Hi. Morgan, and this is for the web crawlers. I have been listening to the podcast, like been listening to it for the past like two, two weeks now. I'm finally up on like late July episode but anyway. So I was listening to a mailbag episode, and you mentioned uh, Lund and Malmo at two cities in Sweden. And I thought that that was really interesting because you were trying to be like, oh, like we have listeners that have nothing to do with Chicago, uh, like random towns in Sweden. And what's funny is a lot of people and like kids from Lund and Malmo and, you know, other places in in Sweden actually go to college in Chicago at a place called North Park. It's a Swedish university. And uh, Vikings and everything, so I thought that was just kind of funny that there's a weird weird uh, association Ooh, between those two Swedish cities and Sweden in general, and coming back to Chicago. So I thought from I'd, Chicago, uh, call in and and say that because I thought that was kind of a weird coincidence that those are just the two random towns that you just kind of mentioned. So yeah, uh, love the show, thanks and keep going
4: (laughs) keep going keep it going interesting wow interesting the what do they call chicago the the beanie city the bean city the the windy windy city city. the windy city (laughs) is there a bean there they got the bean they got the bean bean. the bean wind city
6: well too much beans and it's gonna be a windy windy day oh boy
4: um Anyways, well, that's it for our mailbag episode for today. Please continue to call and email. Um, We love to hear from you guys. Crazy story. I mean, like you guys have been through some crazy shit. It's wild. Uh, We love to hear about it. Anyways, I am Allie Siegel. I am Melissa
5: Stetson.
3: And
6: I'm
5: producer Maria. Bye. Bye.